Hey guys, welcome to the Junto Podcast, episode 37. 37. Super excited. Uh, I love I love the content that we get to do just being with you. And if you are new yes. to the Junto Podcast, uh, each, each episode we try to have a conversation uh, generally framed from the perspective of community. Uh, generally, it's something that's encouraging, framed around the perspective of faith. Yep. And if you've never stopped by, we're happy to have you with us today on episode 37 of the Junto podcast. We're getting a little festive around here. Uh, lovely bride is with me, going to be Spiders joining me. Yeah. Pumpkins and skeletons. Yeah. Skeletons. And uh, if you haven't guessed it already, we're going to be having a conversation, not necessarily just about Halloween, but as we approach the Halloween season, uh, we're going we're gonna to talk a little bit about uh, not necessarily should Christians celebrate Halloween, but we're going to look at some history of some things, uh, and maybe you'll be exposed yeah. to a new idea uh, or something, because I certainly was in researching this. But uh, before we kick yeah. in, Heather, how are you, my I'm good. lovely bride? How are I'm you? doing great. I'm excited about this episode. We love Halloween in our house. I mean, yeah. you know, it's fun. We have fun. So I'm excited. And I did learn a lot of interesting things that we want to share with you guys when yeah. we were researching and wanting a little bit of information. And I think you'll find it interesting, too. Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, Everything we do, uh, we frame this around a perspective of faith, and certainly as believers, as Christians, we always want to make sure that we approach everything from that uh, perspective, but we wanted to dig in to a little bit of the historical stuff uh, regarding Halloween and mm-hmm. how it affects us, and you know, you can yeah. read article after article, uh, something along the lines of, should Christians celebrate Halloween, and we're not really here to discuss that per se, but certainly we're here to talk a little bit about it and also look at some ways where we can, as believers, still celebrate Halloween while uh, loving our neighbor and and glorifying God in the process. That's what it's all about, actually. So, yeah. Good stuff. Absolutely. So, you want to jump right in? You want me to jump right in? Who wants to go? We got papers. We're official. We have papers. papers. We printed stuff. Uh, You go ahead. Start. Go ahead. Well, you know, okay, so I I thought that it was fitting just with this time. I've always wanted to do a Halloween episode, um, and we're actually going to do another one that's actually more Halloween-y, but this... forgot the spooky music. Uh, Yeah, we're going to put on maybe makeup or something. Who knows? (laughs) She's putting on makeup. I forgot about that. (laughs) I do have on makeup. Oh, yeah. Because if I I don't, the monster comes out. Oh, the real monster. The real monster. Exactly, uh, but he said exactly. Well, not not the monster, monster. But right, right. I better. I'm digging a hole. Yeah, I'm gonna put. Yeah, yeah. I better stop. Here we go. Um, but yeah, no. So I, I originally was just thinking, okay, how does this tie in, uh, this whole Halloween thing, and how can we maybe learn a little bit more about it? And what I found interesting, uh, what do all smart people do when they want to learn a little bit more about something? They go where? They Google it. Google it. Google they go to Google. it. But this particular article is from Time Magazine, and I thought it was interesting because it tells a little bit about the history. Now, I, I knew a little bit about some of this stuff, but in researching, it's something I wanted to share with you. And it brought me across uh, a subject matter called All Hallow Tide. Mm-hmm. Now, I was familiar with All Hallows Eve. 
Uh, but right. I, I really wasn't familiar with All Hallow Tide. So mm-hmm. I'm going to spend just a second talking about All Hallow Tide. So from what I read and yep. what this article says is that All Hallow Tide is encompasses three days. Okay, so essentially you're looking at All Hallows Eve, mm-hmm. which is October 31st. The night before All Saints Day. Boom, the night before All Saints mm-hmm. Day. Then... Mm-hmm. Uh, All Saints Day being November 1st, and then All Souls Day Mm. being November Mm. 2nd. Mm. And all three of those days comprised All Hallow Tide. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? It is. What do you think? No, that's cool. I I want to learn more. Tell me more. How does that make you feel? Do you get spooked? (laughs) No, I like it because um, for lack of... um, well, just say knowledge and maybe just tradition and what we thought Halloween, what does it mean? Where does it come from? You know, you start questioning as an adult, like, okay, why do we do the yeah. stuff that we do? Because we've always done it. That's how mom did it. That's how aunt, whatever, whoever did it. Um, so I think it's interesting to actually see the roots of and the whys and where um, these traditions and culture type things came from and why we do what we do. Like, why do we put a tree in our house for Christmas? Yeah, isn't that That's wild? another episode, but just as an example, yeah. like, hmm, make you think why. You know, as kids, you don't really question. You're like, oh, presents, yes, yay. Baby Jesus, I love Jesus, celebrate right. his birthday. Um, but we're talking about Halloween, so what I was trying to say is that I had some convictions of thinking, okay, is this a pagan holiday? Why am I doing this? Why right. am I teaching my children? That's it. When you have children... You actually start thinking, okay, I'm molding this little human being here. I have to really think about and make sure that I'm teaching this child and showing this child um, fruitful, um, positive, good things. That's uh, right. Things that honor the Lord. And so you start questioning, you know, am I Halloween? Because we can kind of go this far with it, and then we can go, you can't see me, but way, way far. And so I kind of want to bring things in and get a good grounding of what is it that we're really doing? Are we doing the right things? And are we glorifying the Lord? Um, or are we just being spooky because we like to be spooky types of things? So, um, And that's the thing. I, I, I hate to admit, but I like spooky things. Yes. Uh, you yeah. know, it, he, he has... I'm a spookster. Yeah. I like scary movies, the whole nine. He does. I enjoy mm-hmm. Halloween. I enjoy, not necessarily the gore of it, but I just enjoy the ambiance, mm-hmm. the feel, the, the fall, feel. the weather. Right, right. All yes. of the and things. And our children do as well, especially our teenagers. They really, it's kind of a pastime type thing they do with their daddy. They like to watch scary movies. And so I love that they do that and spend that time together Um but also, we like to, you know, keep ourselves grounded as well. So, you know. For sure. But yeah, All Hallow Tide. So maybe that's a new concept, uh, or maybe that's new to you, the idea of All Hallow Tide, which again uh, encompasses All Hallows Eve, October 31st, All Saints Day, November 1st, and then All Souls Day. And let's break that down a little bit further, even, mm-hmm. because... Uh, 
if you're in church, this might seem like a new concept for those out of church, but if you're in the church, what I'm about to say is probably um, not really a foreign concept. And I'll say also that as we begin to talk about some of this stuff, a lot of it's deeply rooted in the Catholic Church. Right, so, the Roman Catholic tradition and Yeah, some of this stuff, religion. I'm a believer, but uh, I'm not Catholic, so it, it is, uh, from a cultural standpoint, it's rooted in that. But let me break this down a little bit more. So, uh, there are, in terms of All Hallow Tide, we talk about the church militant, that is the living people uh, honoring the dead that are in Christ. And then we talk about the church triumphant, which is uh, pertains to All Saints Day. And that's when we really, uh, I guess, uh, in, in the Catholic faith, you, you honor all the saints that are already in heaven. And then, do you want me to read a little bit of sure. about All Saints Please Day? Please do. Give us um, some info. Also known as All Hallows Day, the Feast mm. of All Saints, the Feast of All Hallows, the Solemnity, Solemnity of All Saints uh, is a Christian celebrated, Christian Solemnity, celebrated in honor of all the saints of the church, whether they are known or unknown. Wow. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So, All Hallows yeah. Day, also known as All Saints Day. All Saints Day. Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the last one was, uh, it's uh, really dealing, again, in the Catholic faith, dealing with purgatory, and that is called the Suffering Church or the Church Suffering, and that's known as All Souls Day. So again, All Hallow Tide, right. I thought that was, I thought that was yeah. interesting. You know, um, I like history, I like learning about this mm-hmm. stuff, mm-hmm. and it's just another piece of uh, knowledge that you can add into the yeah. knowledge encyclopedia. Yeah, a little bit more, just piggyback off that. It was in the 8th century that the church, the church appointed a special date for the Feast of All Saints. Wow. Um, we're talking about the Feast of All Souls. Um, and it was because that they picked that time of year because of the barrenness on the earth at that time. The harvest was already in. Uh, I don't know, you know, here in the south, I mean, you can, there's track, especially where we live. Yeah. You drive down the highway and there are tractors. You see them all late into the night with their lights. They're bringing the harvest. They're they're collecting it. So the harvest is done. Summer Summer's done. The world is brown and drab and you're more mindful of death. It's like a visual type thing. Yeah. The snow hasn't come in yet, like to cover all the... Uh, trees the bony looking trees and blackened yeah. fields so um it's a good visual to see the meditation on death and life hereafter that type of this time of year right is, is why and i, I was feast. reading something too because um you know it it's so it's so true you know you think about winter you think about things are dying leaves are falling off trees but it's crazy how in the heart of man even because it, this particular article goes on and it references uh, non-believers, and there were traditions and things all framed around this time of year that are kind of similar, and it's mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. Uh, I think in the winter, you, you feel that, uh, not Ooh, darkness, right, but it's right. somberness. It's a it, little more gloomy looking right. outside in the winter. Now, the fall, though, it's kind of, but things are dry. Things are a little barren, yeah. even though there's a crisp Air, air seems like, and we get excited because that air, you know, you, it's like you can smell the fall mm. um, when it comes in, and you get excited because of all the things that you think of, all these festivities and all this time together with family and friends. I don't know. At least that's how it is for me. I kind of get this feeling like, oh, okay, we got all this cool, fun stuff going on. I know. You know, even though it's kind of barren and ugly, and my hair is really dry. 
who <laughs> like the land? What's crazy though, and I don't know if this is a psychological thing, but I'm just Definitely thinking about it. Psychological. Look, as you're describing all this, I'm sitting here thinking, you know, I wonder if because I get a feeling too. You know, it, yeah, I, I get right. this feeling when the fall mm-hmm. comes around, and then okay, so let's ask ourselves a question: Do we get the feeling because? There is really something happening in the earth. There's something happening around us. Or is it psychological in that because we associate the fall mm-hmm. with maybe Halloween or darker mm-hmm. things? That, that that feeling comes as a result of that. And I I'm think just, it's all of it. I that, think it's all of isn't it. Isn't that wild, yeah. though, when yeah. you think about that? Like, right, right. And, and uh, I'm sure you can relate. You know, fall comes around. You yeah. just got this little feeling. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's, it's cool. It's fun. It's, it's cool. fun. You think of hayrides and bonfires at fire. Oh, I'm not talking weird tonight. Hayrides and bonfires and, and caramel apples and firemonds and whatever I say. <laughs> but, yeah. Also, and I love talking about Irish and Scottish history because that's... You know, it's in my blood, so I like to hear mm-hmm. about stuff like that. But it was in Ireland and Scotland and England uh, that All Hallows' Eve became a combination of prayer and merriment. Right. Um, and so when I read these things and I find these things out and you really look into history, um, yes, some of the, the, the pagan... Um, we say festivities or activities are mingled in and kind of all of them. It seems like there, all these feasts and things were all around the same time, like I said, because of how the earth looked. I mean, you know, people wrote and did things based on their environment and things around right. them and how they felt. And so all these people living around this time, I just feel like it's all like a mix of some from here, some from here yeah. type of thing. Um, but for me, not knowing so much of the church history about the church, meaning... Um, the the big church, not the Roman Catholic, but the church universal, church universal, or, right? Um, with with some of these things as well, and I don't feel uh, I don't feel as bad about doing some of them because I'm like, okay, I'm not celebrating a pagan well, tradition. I'm not. I'm not pagan. I'm not. You know what I yeah, mean? So it, it, and and piggybacking off just what you said, and I'm going to read from this going back to the original article I had. It says the roots of trick or treating can, for example, be traced back to a medieval Christian tradition in which the poor would mm-hmm. go to wealthy homes on Hallowtide, mm-hmm. that's the Eve of All Saints Day, and offer prayers in exchange for food. And beer. Uh, so that's interesting. Very. It's steeped, honestly, in a Christian tradition. Mm-hmm. And what it takes mm-hmm. me back to, it's probably one of those things, because this is what we do with everything that God created. Think about it. Uh, we can take anything that God has created and meant for good, and we can turn that. And I'm not saying oh, that, yeah. that Halloween sure. is bad, but I think probably what's happened over the years is something that was designed to represent mm-hmm. goodness and God's love mm-hmm. and prayer. We've probably taken it and put the uh, our own little we'll worldly spin on, on it, it. For sure. It made it a whole lot yeah. darker. Well, and even the aspect of going door to door, that's spending yeah. time with your neighbors and getting to know your neighbors and giving, um, not only receiving. I know we go, you know, traditionally with trick-or-treating, you're going because you're going to get something. Right. Um, but here in a little bit, we've got some tips and some new ideas on some different spins on celebrating Halloween. We're going to celebrate. Um, and not so much of 
taking, but also giving. Um, but you were talking about begging door to door. Yes. Um, there's an ancient English custom of knocking at doors to beg for a soul cake. Okay. In return for which the beggars promise to pray for the dead of the household. Wow. So I think that they do. That's like the yearly, like whoever passed that year. Um, is what that's talking about. Soul cakes are a form of shortbread, sometimes quite fancy, with currants for the eyes. Um, and they are important because um, that, that means it's prayers for the dead. Wow. So it's in honoring those who have gone on um, to glory. So Very cool. I think that's very cool. You can see how that tradition uh, could have been started like that, knocking door to door and... You know, like you said, doing the cakes, and uh, it was just a different right. time, different world oh, back yeah. then. And, uh, you know, even in our own homes, uh, traditions, for the most part, they stay the same. But let's be honest, they do change over time. They, they look a little different, even in our own home. So if mm-hmm. you apply that mm-hmm. and you go, okay, wait a minute, let's expand this thing out yeah. to the world, you could see how the idea of this type of celebration would evolve over time. And it's crazy. It's crazy because this article hit home with me on a couple of things uh, because it referenced the 80s. Now, I was a young kid, but I did grow up in the 80s. And it talks about how there was what this thing called scare mare in the 80s. And essentially what that was talking about is that how that's when, I guess, evangelical Christianity really, it began in the Mm -hmm. 50s, Mm -hmm. uh, but then evangelical Christianity, you know, really thought uh, that it's, you know, practices of the occult, and I'm certainly not downplaying any of those things. The Reagan era. Wholesome. Dungeons and Dragons was a thing, and people were in the occult, and uh, I just thought it was interesting. I'm not here to debate how you feel about that, because even across the board now, you're going to have believers who think there's absolutely nothing wrong with Halloween, and you're going to have some that, uh, you know, do take it. Uh, for me and my household, we, we celebrate it, but we don't worship that. You know, we do no, it. No, it's a fun time. We fun do it in the proper perspective. Time. That's yeah. right. Uh, in that, uh, hey, Jesus is still king in this house. But that's right. it was reminiscent kind of of my childhood because I remember feeling that. I remember like seeing things and they were like, oh man, it's the occult and oh, it's wow. Dungeons and Dragons. And of course you got the rock music like ACDC. Mm-hmm. And I even remember, oh my gosh, this is crazy. I remember um, back then there were still records. And the big thing was, is to play those records backwards and that there were hidden messages in some wow. of that stuff. And uh, I don't know. They just You're me- a little older than me, so I don't remember I don't as know. much of that. I don't know if I ever heard anything, but <laughs> I, I just remember doing that stuff, and that really took me back uh, to some of that stuff. So Yeah, wow. That is interesting. Isn't that a trip? And over the years, there's so many things. Like every daily, we are inundated with so much information, and there's new ideas, that pop, new rumors, new ways of thought. Um that try to get in. It's like, how do you even know how to process all this information? So I could see even now new things happening and, you know, right. coming up on the scene. Um, costumes. Have you ever wondered why, why? Yeah. we dress up in costumes? Tell well, us. Here's one, one theory here. Charades, pantomimes, and little dramas were popular remnants of the miracle and morality plays of the Middle Ages. Mm. Commonly rehearsed the folk in the reality of life after death 
and the means to attain it. Um, it's probably from these that the costu- custom of masquerading on Halloween had its beginnings. Wow. Um, also, jack-o'-lanterns. Tell us you know, about those. Why in the world do we why do carve we? pumpkins and put faces on these pumpkins? Um, familiar harvest fruits, pumpkins, corn stalks, of right. course. It's seasonal, all in within the season. So you're using the things that are in abundance of the time. That's right. That's and of course, right. an old Irish legend. Man, y'all Irish so are much. a trip. Irish. We cray, we cray, cray. Y'all cray. Uh, old Irish legend about a miser named Jack who was too stingy to go to heaven. And he was too clever to go to hell. Wow. So he had to spend eternity roaming the earth with a lighted pumpkin for a lantern. The appearance of jack-o'-lanterns has always seemed much more reasonable than that. Hmm. Um, Christian art shows skulls and bones as a commonplace of interior decoration um, in convents and monasteries. Wow. Just some of the, you know, decorations. Why do we put these crazy things up in our house? We have spiders crawling on the outside of our house spiders, right now. Spiders, y'all. Spiders and spider webs. That's a trip. So, yeah. Interesting things. Interesting Well, stuff. God created spiders. He did. You know what I mean? So. He did. Um, yeah. So, very interesting stuff. And yep. um, now we kind of have an idea why, why... We dress up, and I, you know, I th- I love it. I always have. It's a good time. But let's it's fun. Let's talk about because we thought that uh, we could share a little bit of of what we found. Just some ways where you can still, uh, I don't know, just glorify God essentially yeah. through through everything right. that we do. And if you right. think that uh, Halloween is one of those things where it's mm-hmm. void of of uh, being uh, a godly or a good neighbor, well, you're wrong. And let's talk a little bit about some of the things we found because there's 12 things, or maybe not 12. We I probably think won't 12 read. There's 12 or 13, but we'll just get through some of we'll them. We'll get through some of them. I did want to rewind just for just a Please. second. And I wanted to talk about Martin Luther because October yes. 31st, 1517, he posted his 95 thesis on the door mm. of the castle. Uh, the Castle Church in Wittenberg, Germany. Uh, these were a list of statements that he expressed concerns about the church at the time. So yes. the Reformation, um, the beginning of the Protestant Reformation. Um, so just a little tidbit, three of those main ideas. Let's read that. Um, yeah. Luther's main idea, salvation by faith alone. Number two, the Bible's only authority. Three, the priesthood of all believers. So... Uh, faith in God is the only way of salvation. Wow. So yeah. anyway, I uh, just wanted to throw that in there because that's um, that was October 31st, back in the 1500s. Yeah, that's huge. And thank God for Martin Luther, a, a pioneer, uh, one of the pioneers of our faith, and so much uh, that we've gleaned and gained uh, from his obedience and revelation of salvation Uh by faith alone, uh, by grace alone, and Christ alone. So awesome. Thank you for throwing that yeah, in there. To... Yeah, appreciate that. Okay, so back we go. to the good. So, you know, take the good, leave the bad. That's with anything in life, right? Um, enjoy giving and receiving. Have fun dressing up. Use this time to reach out to your neighbors. Show the love of Jesus. Um, some of the things to avoid, nasty, weird, gory. You know, yeah. kind of probably on the edge there with some of that stuff. Yeah. Because we like the spooky. We like we like being scared. You know, like it's it. fun. We like it. Yes. But, um, but we'll leave it alone. Use good, good, good basic judgment. wisdom. Yep, okay. That's right. So, number one, 13 ways to honor Christ and love your neighbors on Halloween, okay? 
Just show love. Show love. Number one, just show love. Show Pretty love. Pretty obvious, right? Um, do you want to expound on that, or you just want to keep listing these? Well, I think we just show love. I mean, that's pretty basic. Yeah. You know, love yeah. the people around us, be good neighbors, and uh, hey, just show love even yeah. on Halloween. Mm. Enjoy getting to know your neighbors during this time. You yeah. know, we all stay busy, and we don't always get to see each other. We see each other pulling in and, and pulling out of the driveway, but, um, you know, when there's when there's stuff to do, when there's festivities, and you get to linger a little bit, or even go door to door if you're going to do the trick or treat thing, you know. That's it. Get some time. That's it. So go trick or treating with a new family, and keep in mind we're just discussing tips or ways that you can show the love of God uh, on Halloween, and just making it about community. Remember, mm-hmm. this is a community podcast. Everything we do uh, is about leadership and faith, uh, with the idea of community in mind. So, right. hey, go trick or treating with a new family. Meet someone new in the neighborhood. If you live in a neighborhood like we do, it's a great, great opportunity mm-hmm. uh, just to be community minded. Yeah. And then here's a cool one. Uh, one of the things you can do uh, if you're not sure and you're a believer, you don't know about celebrating Halloween, dress up as a Bible character. Good conversation started Come there. Come on. Like, yeah. who are you? And yeah. you just, I'm <laughs> who Mo- are you? No, I'm not Gandalf. I'm Moses, okay? <laughs> yes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got my so. staff, but it's not the not Gandalf's staff. Exactly. You know, a lot of churches, are they do trunk or treats. They do, we're actually doing a fall festival at Victory coming up. Fallapalooza. Um, Fallapalooza. Yeah, Fallapalooza. Fallapalooza. Um, so, you know, there's, the thing about this time of year is October, this October to December, really, it's booked. There's stuff. If you want something to do, there's something going there's on. There's something to do, man. You know, there's, you can be around folks and socialize and fellowship. That's right. And, uh, just be in community. So, you know, there's stuff happening. There's stuff happening, guys. Oh, this is funny. This is a little, um, I wouldn't say it's dated, but, you know, we could we could improvise with that. It says give out tracks along with great candy. <laughs> you know, you could have a little a little scripture tag on your candy bag. says Jesus loves you or yeah. something like that. You Even know? just an encouraging message. If you don't want to go full scripture, yep. just, exactly. you know, hey, just an encouraging message. Jesus loves you. Come on. Hello. Yes. Uh, let's see. What else? We're going to give out hot coffee for the parents while they're trick-or-treating. Mm, um, reverse trick-or-treat That's a pretty good idea So reverse trick-or-treating Instead of knocking on doors to take You bring something to your neighbors instead Say, hey, I'm not here <laughs> trick-or-treating I'm going to give you a, a, a treat Yeah you know? so, I'll give you a trick and a treat <laughs> Yes, he will You know what I mean <laughs> um, So yeah, just some, some quick ways uh, You know, some of those might be a little bit cheese ball or whatever, but the idea is is just to be community minded. Have fun yeah. with it. You can still show uh, the love of Christ in everything that we do, and we are going to maybe expound on. I, I think we're going to do uh, another Halloween thing coming up, but certainly stick with us. And I, I really like what you mentioned about. Uh, Martin Luther, if you haven't, uh, and maybe we'll do some expounding on that Mm -hmm. for October 31st. Maybe that's what we'll do. Uh, But if you're not familiar with Martin Luther, certainly spend some time reading that. I'm really glad that you brought that up. And this was just uh, to have some fun to, to talk about All Hallows Tide and talk about some of the traditions Maybe answer some questions as to why we do some of the things that we do. And at the end of the day, guys, just remember, uh, 
It's all in fun. Uh, we yeah. know that Jesus is king, and I want to read you an encouraging scripture, Psalm 23, right? The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And it is with that knowledge that we live life. And I think uh, for me personally, if, if I want you to... I guess, take anything with you from this is that I believe that you can enjoy life, uh, even things like Halloween, if it's done through the proper perspective. And we know that the Bible tells us that Jesus is the way, the truth, the life, uh, and that he has come so that we could have an abundant life, an even more abundant life than we could have without him. So always remember, it's all about perspective. So this all hallow tide, right? That's wild. We want to encourage you to have fun and do things uh, and go with God. Any parting thoughts, Heathamus? Yeah, I just, you know, our family, we like to have fun. We like to have a good time, um, hang out with family, friends. We just, you know, you do do what's good and fun for your family is, is what I would say, you know. That's good stuff. Yeah. And create your own traditions. You don't, you don't have to be uh, and do everything everybody else does. You can create uh, traditions that are unique for you and your family and uh, have fun That's with right. it. So uh, thank you guys for joining us for episode 37 of the Junto podcast, talking about All Hallow Tide and talking about some of those traditions. We want to encourage you to stay with us. We'll be releasing episodes weekly, uh, and we do have some other cool stuff coming up, not only uh, regarding Halloween, but other fun stuff as we approach the holiday. So again, thank you for tuning in. Remember to visit us at www.junto, that's J-U-N-T-O, podcast.com. Shop our merch. We now have merch, have merch. in our store. We have Whoa. merch. Shop that merch. Uh, follow us, subscribe, like us on Instagram, YouTube, and wherever else we're at. And we'll see you next time on the Junto Podcast. Be blessed. See ya.